Hey, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Pei Zion in Yuma. For near the top of the page, we were discussing how Rob said, you know, sometimes you take on a thankless job and it's only going to give you trouble. He was a Dayan and he said when he goes out to judge, he says, what, is it, what are we going to get out of this? All it might, whereas I might send the wrong guy to death row or I might punish the wrong guy. And what do I get for? I'm not making any money on it. My family wants me to, you know, bring home some money, do something good for them. I'm not doing anything for my family. All I'm looking for is Saras. That's all. All I'm getting is Saras out of here. But I'm going out for my own death, so to speak. I'm going to possibly uh, warrant my own death with a mistaken judgment. I don't do anything, and I'm coming home empty-handed. Halavai, that I should, uh, when I come home, I should be as guilt-free as when I go out. And either some of the gifts of Rabbah said the same thing, and this continues on in the third line of Daf Pezayin and Aleph from the top. There's another story about Rav. When he, when Rav saw a whole a whole entourage accompanying him, you know, oh look how great he is, Amarah. And yeah, I, what do you think this is? And he was putting himself down, so to speak, so he shouldn't become arrogant. He says he saw all the throwings. You know, people when they're in a position, uh, they feel very high and very mighty. He says, "Yahweh Shemaim Seo." If his, uh, even if his, his eminence will reach up to the sky, uh, to the heavens, Veroshel of Yagia, and his head will into the clouds, right? Eventually, will be lost just like his dung. In other words, we're all we're all going to wind up just you know dung and dirt, nothing. Row of Yom of people who see him will say, Aya, where is he? In other words, eventually, we're all going to wind up out of here. So uh, so he was like he says, don't don't. Uh, don't uh, take this honor to, uh, to you. Don't let it go to your head. He was telling that to himself because eventually you will all wind up to be nothing. Zutu was an elderly person and uh, when he would, uh, he would give a shear on Shabbos to Rigla before the Shalash Rigla, you know, they darshan the Hilchos Achag. So during that time, when he would come into the base Medrash, he was elderly, he was uh, hard to, for him to walk, and it would take a long time, didn't want to be matriach, everybody to stand up. So they would carry him on, on his shoulders. You know, they would put him like on a uh, cot of some sort and carry him in. So look, they gave him such honor, they carried him above their shoulders. Amar, the riches are not forever. You think the crown will be forever? In other words, even though they're honoring him today, what will be tomorrow? The Gemara goes on like this, this is from Mishlei, it's not good to show favor to the Rashon. What does that mean by that? It's not good that you show them favor in this world, of course, as we know the Rashon, because they want to share in the next world. In other words, even though Rashon are shown some favor in this world, that's really not good for them, because it's taken away any schar that they have in the next world. It wasn't good for Achav. Hashem showed him some favor in this world. Because Yaakov has humbled himself. Because Achav has humbled himself before me. I will not bring the final, um, the final calamity, the final even. I will not evil. I will not bring in his day. And I'll show him a little bit of respect. But because of that, it wasn't good for him because whatever, whatever he earned, he was going to get in this world and lose in Lola. To turn aside a tzaddik in judgment, to turn his judgment away, what does that mean? That's good for the tzaddikim, they don't, they don't show them favor in this world uh, because then they'll get their share in the next world, which is better. Moshe was good for Moshe. Moshe sinned with a relatively slight uh, infraction, and because of that, he lost his share in this world. 
and, and he lost a share in this world, meaning he didn't get the share in this world, so he had a bigger share in the next world. Hashem didn't show him favor in this world. Because you didn't believe in me to sanctify me, so you're going to be punished. You're not going to go into Eretz Yisrael. And had you believed in me, then it, had you believed in me, then their time would not have come yet, and his time would not have come yet to Potter. In other words, he would have had more of a share in this world. But it's better that he shouldn't have the share in this world, he should have it in the next world. Ashram and Sadiqim happy that Sadiqim low dayim and not enough that they merit themselves. Because of the schus of the tzadikim, the tzadikim, the mitzvahs that they do, not only do they merit for themselves, but they merit for their descendants, for their children, grandchildren, atzof, kaldars, for everything. In other words, we're still getting the benefits of the avos, of the tzadikim that we came from. Aaron had other sons, he had several sons, Shurim Yisarif, they should all have been burned up Kanadav Aviyu, but only Nadav and Aviyu died, not Elazar and Itamar. Shemar, Hanosarim. Pasuk says that in Shmini, right? Elazar, Veli Tamar, Hanosarim. Rashi over there brings down Skumar, Hanosarim, they're left over, meaning, Af, Af, Alma, Af, Haim, Hayu, Ruim Yisarif, Venosaru. Rashi over there, I think he used the Lushan, Af, Haim, Nigzuru, they would have also died, but Hashem let them live, they were, they were the remnants. They were the uh, ones who, the survivors. Like uh, Notar Bukharban? Pardon? Like, uh, Notarim, no Sarim, right? Yeah, no Sarim, yeah. Did I say like a carbon that's what's yeah, left over. Yeah, no Sarim, it's it's left over. Be right, and then left over, left, it means left over. No Sarim means literally left yeah. over any interpretation, right? If you it be left over, should have been burnt, should have been burnt, like and no doesn't burn. Right, yeah. right, right. But didn't have to be burned. No sir, it's not really what's supposed to be burned, it's supposed to be eaten. But it's left yeah, over, but yeah. If not, so it's left over. No, so no, so means left over. No, so means left over. So they were left over, meaning they were supposed to have, whatever was supposed to have been burnt or eaten or whatever, supposed to have happened to them too. But you know, God left them over. Why? Why? Why did they survive? El shalomalem schusavim. They're the schusavos. In other words, that the schusavos we learned that schusavos and Muhammad say. Pardon. First, do I understand the other two should, why should they have been punished? No, in other words, whatever whatever sin they did, apparently Allah's only summer also took place in that sin. But Hashem, Hashem let them, let two of them live in the schus of Aaron. That's what he's saying. Shem knows El Shamalim schus of him. Schus of their father, the merit of their father helped them to survive. Oilam Rosham, the other way for Rosham, Moran for Rosham, Lodayan Shemachai Vinatsman, not only are they guilty of themselves, El Shemachai Vinatsman, El Shemachai Vinatsman, that they also, uh, uh, their guilt uh, runs down to their, to their descendants forever and ever. Even though we say that that the, bad, the evil that they do was only punished to the third and fourth generations, but apparently their evil, uh, their, 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 their being evil doesn't allow their, their descendants to, to reach a higher level. Canaan had many children or descendants, that were roy v'smicha, in other words, roy to uh, to be recognized as Tamilcham Ketevi Avdol Shomilio, the famous Tevi, the slave of Mulio, who was from B'nai Canaan. Elo Shachovasavim Garmelem, Chov their father caused them uh, to to lose out. Maybe it also means just the third and fourth generations, because we know the good is, is remembered for two thousand generations, right? Our fellow Fimbin, and the bad only for four generations. So maybe he means the fourth generation. It's not clear. Kolamazakas Arabim, whoever. Um, yeah, whoever whoever does a schus for the rabbin, whoever merits the rabbin, ain't chet ba'al yado. Uh, no sin comes to his hand. In other words, a person always has free will to do sins or to do good. 
but if a person is mazaka the rabbi, he does good things for the tzibur, Hashem, so to speak, protects him a little bit. Hashem Rashi says, Matcha mi pushes the Avera away, he pushes away the Avera, he gives him a little bit more protection uh, that he won't stumble and do and do the sin. Whoever, whoever uh, causes the tzibur to sin, Kemat, he must speak in Biyad. Interesting, he has the word Kemat later on, he doesn't have the word Kemat. Kemat, he must speak in Biyad. They almost don't let him do Tshuva. Right? Why? If a person is Mazaka the Rabbim and people do mitzvahs because of him, it's improper that he should do sins. My time, right? He shouldn't be in Gehenim, but Tamidim are in How does that look? Is Tamidim are in Gehenim? He's in Gehenim because he sinned. So we, we because of the schus that he's uh, made all these students, given them merit and they're doing mitzvahs, so we, we don't allow him to fall into Gehenim. Shem does not forsake my soul into the grave. Shem will not, you will not give, you know, your trusted one or your, your you know, your person of, uh, of kindness uh, to see the, uh, to see the, uh, the grave. In this case, shachas means Gehenna. Whoever causes the people to sin, notice over here he says, doesn't say kemat, he says, if he sins, if he causes people to sin, so they're all going to be in Gehenna and he's going to be Gehenna. And it also doesn't make sense. A person who's laden with, with somebody else's blood, and others like a murderer, he'll go into the boar, he'll go down into Gehenna. Nobody will support him, nobody will try to get him out of there. So this is the idea that uh, a person who has tzuyot, a person who does good for the tzibor, Hashem sort of protects him a little bit more. And a person who does bad for the tzibor, he gets no protection. He gets no protection, and he'll fall into the pit. Um, yeah. Uh, now here he talks about um, that you know, the schus for this world and for the next world. We talk about that Moshe didn't get the share in this world. So uh, he explained, uh, Rabbi Biederman explained that um, uh, there was a, the Gemara, I think it's Gemara Chulun, uh, there says that there was a young woman who died. She had little children, and she was taking care of her children, and she died very young. And uh, Bayev Rava met the Malach Bavas and said, well, you know, what happened to all her years? She was supposed to live to 120. You know, what, what happened to you? You left us, uh, this, uh, these orphans over here. What's supposed to happen to those, to those years that she had? So he said, those years go for somebody, go to people. We're going to talk about this in Ahmed Beis. We mentioned it back in Chav Gimel, that um, uh, whoever, call Mavril Midos, whoever passes over another person, lets things go. If somebody offends him, he lets it go. Just let it go. Let it go. Mavril Midosov, he's not mocked if somebody offends him or if some wrong was done to him. Mavril Kopchov. So those years go to the people who are like that. Those Sadiqim will let things go and they look the other way. Those years will go to them. Doesn't explain this woman, but explains what happens to those years. So Moshe Rabbeinu, I think this matter says, complained to Varshal, listen, you know, I want to go and tear it to Israel. You know, so he says, you can't. Your 120 years is up. That was the, that was the, he was punished apparently because of this, but he had no extra years. So he says, what do you mean? There were 600,000 Jews who died in the Midbar. They died young, right? They didn't all live to 120 years old. What happens to all their years? He says, you, you said, Shimon Aham Orim. You said, look, you rebellious people. You, you let the people have it, Moshe Rabbein. Even Moshe was a great auditor, but he said, you, you let the people have it. And because of that, you're not going to get those years. You got your 120, no more. Where did all those years go to? Pinchas. Pinchas, when the last was crashed, Pinchas, when the last was Why? He was ridiculed. 
he was a Kanoi, he felt he did the right thing, and he took it on the face, everybody yelled at him, what are you doing, you're killing people, you're doing the wrong thing. He says, you know, there, he says, he didn't say anything, he turned the cheek, you know, he turned the cheek, so to speak, he turned the right, because of that, he's Zohar to live forever. So, that's an Inya that, uh, as I was saying about Moshe Rabbeinu, but we'll see more in Amid Beis when we talk about Kolomavri Al-Midosa, that's, what, that's really the source of Kolomavri Al-Midosa, but that's what the Medrash says, that, that Pinchas got all those years of the other people, there were many, many, many years of those people who died young. So the Mars is like this, we're at the fifth line on Pesai and Homer, Echta Ba'oshev Echta Oshev. A person says, I'm going to, I'll sin and I'll, I'll do Shuv again, I'll do, I'll sin again, I'll do Shuv again. So in those cases, the, what did the Mishnah say? That he doesn't get the chance to do Shuvah, right? Rashi, the, the Mishnah said that Ha'omer Echta Ba'oshev Echta Oshev, what does it say there? Ain't not speaking beyond Allah's Shuvah. So to speak, from heaven, they don't allow him to do tshuva because, like to him, it's already like something is done. Why does he have to say tshuva? Just say if a person says, "I'll do tshuva later on. I don't care." Why? But we had this also the other day. If a person does an aveir and repeats it constantly, it's mutter for him. That's not really mutter. It's not permitted. In other words, he won't even think about doing the tshuva. That's the idea. When a person does a sin over and over again. He says, ah, don't worry about it, I'll get to Yom Kippur, I'll do tshuva, I'll do tshuva. He doesn't get it. he never realizes that he's sinning and therefore he won't do tshuva, because to him it's something, it's, it's as if it's mutter. Echter Yom Kippur, well, let's say he says, I'll sin, don't worry about it, Yom Kippur's coming up, you know, what, what are you worried about? Echter Yom Kippur, Mechaper, and Yom Kippur, Mechaper, it's not Mechaper, lay mo mas tismolk rabbi, Charmish doesn't like rabbi, what do you mean, the tiny rabbi Omer, we had this before, at least on mitzvah sasei or mitzvah slos sasei, nitically sasei, we said yom kippur machaper. Whether he did tshuva or he didn't do tshuva, if he did tshuva, that's fine. But a rabbi holds that even yom kippur's machaper, even if he didn't do tshuva. So what do you say over here that he says I'll sin and yom kippur's machaper? No, yom kippur's not machaper. What do you mean it's not machaper? Yom kippur's machaper, whether he did tshuva or not. So I feel with him, rabbi agav shiny. Yes, from Kippur's Machaper in all cases whether he did Shuv or not. But if a person sins specifically saying, no problem, I got Yom Kippur coming up, then Yom Kippur won't work. In other words, if he relied, Agav means he relied on that, right? On that. He relied on Yom Kippur, he said, I don't care, I, don't, I can do whatever I want. Yom Kippur's from Machaper, then Yom Kippur won't work. If he was innocent, he just did, he committed a sin, he, he didn't do Shuv, Yom Kippur's Machaper. But if he said it specifically, I'm Asher, Yom Kippur should help him, I don't worry about it. I got Yom Kippur coming up, then it won't work. So Averis that involve sins between man and God, so that ritual, so Yom Kippur is Machaper. But between man and man, we know that Yom Kippur is not Machaper until the person pacifies the one that he wronged. Rambam Rabbi Yosef Bar Chabu Lerabavu, he asked the false question. Tanam we learn Averis Shemana Mlechavero, and Yom Kippur Machaper, Yom Kippur is Machaper, I've accepted, if a man sins to another man, right? If a man sins, that's what he said, man sins to another man, this is where a Pasik in Shmuel, apparently, right? If a person sins to him, Upililo Elohim. Pililo can mean like he prayed for him. So God will pray for him. So you see, even if a man sinned to another person, God will pray for him and God will take care of it. So you don't have to do tshuva by, by pacifying the one that you wrong. God will, God will, will, uh, will pray for you anyway and, and, and redeem you and pardon you. So no, man Elohim Dayona. Elohim can mean God, it could also mean the, the court. The judges will cut it, and, and, and plural does not mean, plural mean praying or you know, pacifying, it could also mean damages, right? They'll, you'll be judged. He said, you'll be judged. Yochim means he'll be judged. If, God, if a man sins to God, 
Mispalo, who is going to pray for him. And if you mean if you mean who's going to judge him, what do you mean who's going to judge him? God could judge him, right? If you sin if you sin to man, you might get away with it. You might not wind up in court. But if you sin to God, God can certainly judge you. There's plenty of ways to judge you. It can't mean judgment. Zainachami so, must mean plila. Palil here does not mean judgment. It must mean praying. So if man sins to man, Reuben sinned to Shimon, and he pacified him, he prayed to him, listen, please forgive me, then Elohim Yimchol, then God will forgive him. Yimcholo. That's what he means. That's what the beginning of the passage means. If you sinned against the man and you and you pacified that person, then God will redeem, God will pardon him. But if you sin to God, Ishmi nobody's gonna nobody's gonna be uh, pacify you. But somebody that pacified Shuba Masim Tovim. The only thing that's going to help is Shuba Masim Tovim. That's how you pacify. You pacify God by doing Shuba and good deeds. But you know, by uh, seeking, by by, uh, by by you know, by doing Shuba, by repentance and by doing good deeds. That's how you. Uh, that's how you uh, you get forgiveness from God. Amar Yitzchak, Kolamadus Chaber. If you offend somebody, I feel a bit warm, even just with words. So you have to pass from Shemar. Bini, famous pasuk. Bini, imarafta l'reacha. If you became a um, a guarantor for your friend, in other words, you signed up as a guarantor, or takatla zarkapecha, you shook hands for a stranger. In other words, you put yourself on the line. No kashta You've now been caught with with your words. In other words, you committed yourself. You know, you'll be the uh, the guarantor or the person responsible. I say so safe, but do this if you want to get out of Bini. Be not so, and you'll be saved. When you come into the hand of your friend, in other words, you're now obligated to him. Lech go hisrapes, soften him up, or soften yourself up, and appease him. If he's got, if he's got some, if you have money of his in your hand, open your hand up, give him the money. If you owe him money, you were the guarantor, you were responsible, give him the money. If it was simply with words, Harba alav reim, make many friends, meaning send many people to try to pacify him. If he, if you've heard him with words, you're responsible to him, you owe him, and he doesn't want to accept your uh, apology, then send many friends on your behalf, like the hero of reim. That's the lotion of Harab it's with a yud, it's an extra yud, plural, meaning, meaning that uh, send friends, send emissaries to try to appease him. Omer Av you have to send them, you have to you have to ask forgiveness three times, and each time with a group of three people. Shnemar, Yishor al when you when you appear before man, the Yomer, and say, Chatosi, I've sinned, the Yosher and I perverted what's straight, and it doesn't uh, it doesn't become me. So in all there's a three Lashonas, Chatosi, Yosher Havesi, Veloshavali. Those three times you have to say, I'm sorry. And you have to um, do it with th- uh, three groups, three groups of people. Rashi says, because it says of like a, p- a p- them with a, a row of people. That, that you have to repeat them three times. It's one chatasi yashar and it says yishar loshen of ashura ashura a row of people is at least three people. So you have to appease them with three people three times. If you you're begging something of your friend, meaning like forgiveness of your pardoning, not more than three times. That's all you do. Sana, sana, baata sana. Three times it's ana, 
No is the second one, Sana, and the third time is Sana. So as Hashem, when Moshe asked forgiveness, he said three times, no, please, three times. Mace, if your friend that you are seeking pardoning from has died already, maybe Asar Benem bring a group, a minion, so the Shekhinah should be there. Asar Benem, I'll meet and I'll and stand next to his Kevra Omer, and you say there, Chatasi Lashem Yisrael, I've sinned to God, Ploni, and to this person, Shechavalti Bo, that I've damaged him. That's how you do it, you have to forgive us if the guy's already dead, and you can't, obviously, he can't agree to pacification, to be pacified. Rav Yirmiya had offended Rav Abba in some way, and uh, Rav Abba, you know, should have been angry at him, uh, and Rav Yirmiya went to try to pacify him, to ask forgiveness. Um, he went and he sat next to his door, the door to Rav Abba. He went to Rav Abba's house, stood by his door. While Rav Abba's uh, servant over there, the woman, was cleaning out the house. She was doing sponge. She threw the dirty water out. So some of the drops of the water, she was throwing out the water into the street, whatever, and some of the water wound up on this Yirmiya's head. Oh, now I'm like a garbage dump. You know, like I've, I've, so to speak, I've been uh, humiliated. I'm like a garbage dump. Please God, from from the dumps, please uh, lift up the, the 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 poor the poor person. The uh, and lift me up uh, from the from the dumps. I'm like garbage now. They threw the garbage on me. I'm like uh, garbage. Please lift me up. Shomer of Abba of Abba heard what happened. went out to greet him. Now I have to pacify you. Now you've been so injured. You had it came to pacify me. Now I have to pacify you. Go, soften him up, and, and to try to pacify your friend. Rav Inish. When Rav had was in some uh, skirmish with somebody, meaning that um, in this case, uh, somebody had offended him. In other words, he wanted to give the opportunity to the person who had offended Rav Zeirah, uh, to to uh, you know to part to ask to ask forgiveness to apologize. So he saw the guy wasn't coming to apologize. So he went to him. So he, when when somebody was uh, somebody had offended him, he would go back and forth and repeat it. You know, back and forth to come and make himself available. So that the person should come out. You know, he made himself around there, right? So he would uh, so that he would um, be available, and that the person should ask forgiveness. That didn't always work. Right. In other words, I want to, he didn't want somebody to be punished on his account because the guy had offended him. So he, he made himself appear there. He made himself go by that person to give the person opportunity to uh, to, for, to to ask forgiveness. Rav had a uh, was in a skirmish with a certain butcher. A butcher had offended Rav. So when the butcher never asked forgiveness, Mali Yumad Kippur was Arabim Kippur, Amr. So Rav said, Amr Iu, he said to himself, Azel Anul, if you say lay, I will go to pacify him. In other words, he should have come to pacify me, but I see Arabim Kippur is here already and he hasn't come. I'll go there. Pagav Rafuna, on the way, Rav met Rafuna. Amr Lay Lecha calls Omar. Rafuna was a Talmud of Rav, he all the time, Amr Rafuna Marav. So Rafuna said to his Rebbe, where are you going? I'm going to pacify that butcher. Omar, so he said, Ezel Abba, Abba was Rav's real name, according to him, some of us respect, but some say that Abba was his name. He's going to kill somebody. He's going to kill somebody because I know what's going to happen. This butcher is not going to ask forgiveness and 
and the, and like from Shemayim because Rav is is trying to make peace and he doesn't want to make peace. You'll see he's going to be punished. Azul will come He went before so Rav went to the butcher. Have Yosef. He was sitting there. The butcher was sitting there. With Kapali Reisha. He was uh, chopping uh, a animal head. He was chopping an animal head up, I guess, to sell. He was a butcher. Dole and he lifted up his eyes. Bechazi and he saw Rav. Amale. Abad. Ah. Abba, he called him by his first name. Abba, you're Abba. Zil, get out of here. Leslie knows him. I got nothing to do with you. I'm still, uh, I, you know, he, I, he had offended Rav, and he said, I, I had nothing to do with you. Right? So but, so he had some issue. So he went to me and fight him, whether, whatever it was, that the guy hadn't appeared. In other words, it seems from the Gemara that, uh, that Rav was going to pass by him, but uh, Rav waited for Yom Kippur because uh, the guy never showed up. He apparently he had offended Rav. Anyway, he offended Rav again. As he was chopping the head of the animal, Ishtamit Garba bone, a bone ricocheted off, or you know, shot out from the chopper. Umochi Bekoy hit him in the throat, the cutlet, and killed him to fulfill Rafuna's words. He says, you know, Rav is going. You know, he said, Rav, you're going to try to, you're going to try to meet with that guy. That guy, he's not going to, he's not going to be pacified. It's only you're only going for trouble, right? You got to know when to uh, ask. Like, but he says that. Um, um, what does what Shlomo Mel say in, in Mishlei? Ma narach yashiv chema, right? That that a, a soft voice will you know will will will, will calm down will calm down anger. But all, but not says, somebody with a cleaver in yeah, his hand. Right, but not somebody <laughs> who's angry, right? Now somebody who's angry, you have to know when a guy's angry, let him let him uh, let him take it easy, you know, let him let him uh, calm down, come back after a day or two, let him calm down, then you'll ask forgiveness. Anyway, that's what happened in this story. Rav Avi Posikhiri Kamay to Rabbi. Rav was darshaning. Rashi says that he Darshi Tanakh, Nabiim Ksubi, he was giving a draw, she was expounding there. Uh, before Rabbi, Ayo Asa Rafia, Rabbi came up, came in. Rafia came up after after Rav had already begun his Drasha in front of Rabbi Asa Rafia, Hadalaresha. So he went back to the beginning to repeat it. And as Rafia came in the middle, so out of respect for Rafia, Rav went back to the beginning and started over again. Ayo Barkapar, Barkapar, and Hadalaresha. Again, Rav went back to the beginning. He also came back again. Finally, the last one came in. Omar, Rav says, Kuli hai. I'm going to keep repeating, going back to the beginning for every for everybody over here. Low harder. So he didn't go back. The Ikrit of Chanina. was upset because clearly he sort of understood that, why was he not supposed to get angry, but he understood that Rav had gone back and started over again for Rav Chia and for Bar Kapara and for Shimmer Rebbe. So he didn't go back for me. Azul Rav so so he was a, so Rav, this Rav Chanina felt offended. So Rav, who was the who was the uh, one who offended him, Azul Rav Lagabe placed Ramal Yom Kippur. Thirteen Yom Kippurs in a row, he went to ask Mechila, blow a fias, and wow. Rav Chanina was not pacified. Now we have questions on both these, both on Rav and Rav Chia. Number one, why did Rav have to go thirteen times? And we just learned on Rabbi Yosef Rechini, we had an Amanal. If you ask, pardon, you beg forgiveness from your friend, three times, that's it. Three times you have to ask. He doesn't want to give you a Mechilat the three times, you're Potter. It's his fault now. Why do you have to go 13 times? It's Rav Shiny. Rav went, was Machmer himself. Rav says, Machmer He was Machmer. Even though you're right, he says, I, could have, I was Yotze by going three times. Three Arab and Kippers I went, he wasn't, he wasn't Mochami. I could have, I left it at that. Rav says, no, I want to go 13 times. Rav Chanina, why didn't Rav Chanina? If he asked Mechila 13 times, he never was Mocham, why not? is what we call We had a back of Gimel. Whoever passes over on his Midas, in other words, he says, he says let, let go. I had the right to be offended, but let him go. Mavir, 
whoever whoever was uh, was it, he, he, all his sins are forgiven. Person who is like that, person who lets it go and passes over, so to speak, what is his honor, gives up on his honor. He, he all his uh, sins are forgiven. So why didn't Rav Chanina say, okay, okay, I mochel you? Ella, it was a special story over here. Rav Chanina, uh, he saw it in a dream. Rav, he saw Rav in a dream. There's like fuba dikla that they hung him up on a palm tree. The Gemir, we have a tradition to hold us like fuba dikla. Whoever is hung up on a palm tree in a dream. Rei Shahafi is going to be the Rosh Hashiva. That's a sign that he's going to be the Rosh Hashiva. So Rav Hanina was the current Rosh Hashiva. Rav Hanina knew if Rav would become the Rosh Hashiva, that only means one thing. These people had life terms. You know, they didn't have 10-year terms or two-year terms, right? So when he saw that Rav was going to become the Rosh Hashiva, that could mean only one thing, that he would go, right? So Omar, he says, listen, Shmamina boy, Lamed Roshusa, that he's going to take, become the, he's going to assume the power and be the Rosh Hashiva. Uh, therefore he didn't he, therefore he didn't um, he wasn't pacified he, he remained angry so that Rav should go to Bavel in other words if, if, he, if he had this contention between them and he didn't give up on if he give up on him he was afraid that he would die and Rav would take over so by maintaining this contention Rav would, would realize that he, does, he, should, he should leave and instead he went to Bavel and became the Rosh Hashiv over there, and Rechanina can maintain his stance in this world. So that's in, in, here in Eretz Yisrael. So a difficult Gemara, but at least you see that you know, the, the, the rules are maintained. These were special cases, both for Rav for asking Mechila and for Rechanina for not granting it. And Rechanina going to Rav, if he's the Rosh Hashiv, he's going to Rav to, to listen to the Shir. Right, right. So it's, it's right, right, no, no, no. Uh, Rav was giving it in front of Rabbi also. In other words, Rav was a but he was expounding in front of He was also a, a Rav, but he was expounding these different laws. Yeah. Didn't Rechanina start this whole thing? He says, you're going back and repeat for everybody? Yeah, he, so he, he didn't say it. He didn't all. say it, but it was understood. Yeah, he was angry. He got no. He, he did. Rob did go back for everybody else, and he didn't go back for him. So Rob said, "That's enough already. I went back three, four times. I'm not doing it again." But if Chenina said, "You went back for the other people. Why not for me?" So so Chenina felt offended because Rob showed more respect to the others than for Chenina, who was the Rosh Hashiva in Eretz Yisrael. Right, you're not to worry. I'm not offended when you don't go back when I come late. <laughs> <laughs> Reported, you can go back and say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Torah Vidui. What's the mitzvah vidui? We confess. Right? We, we, some of us, uh, some have, we say vidui every day, regular days. But this is the mitzvah vidui on Yom Kippur. Mitzvah vidui every Yom Kippur, im chashech. You're really supposed to say vidui when? In the evening. Leil, leil, kol nidre. Avalam Muhammad said, that Yisvada Karm Shiocho. Why do we do it Mincha? Remember, we do Vidu already Mincha. They're not the, the Chazan doesn't repeat it, but in the in the Silent Shmanesri, we say Vidu already on, on, on the, at, at Mincha on Arab and Kippur. And we do and we do Mincha early. Yisvada Karm Shiocho, better that you should confess before Yachal Yishta, Shemetitrav Daita Basura, because maybe you'll get drunk and you'll, your mind won't be there, your mind won't, you won't be concentrating. After you had a suda, you might get a little drunk and you might not do the video at night. So better at least get one of them out of the way. Make sure you do one video at Mincha even before uh, Yom Kippur starts. Even though he did vidui before he ate and drank, he has to do it again at night after he ate and drank, meaning at Marav. Oh, you might say, wait a minute. I already did vidui. I'm clean. What's the point of doing vidui again on Yom, uh, Leil, Seder, uh, Leil, uh, Leil uh, Yom Kippur? 
Leil uh, Kol Nidre, if you've already did it on, at Mincha time, because maybe something went wrong at the Suda, maybe you did some of it there, and he used to do the Vapti the Arvis, even though you did Vidu in the evening, sounds like, you know, if you did it, it wouldn't be that maybe you did something wrong, you should still do it again in the morning, Yisvada Shachas, maybe you did something wrong in between. Right, Shachas is of Musaf. Even though he did Vidit Shachas, he did it again in Musaf. He did it in Musaf, he's Vada Bamincha. Bamincha is Vada Banila. In other words, we say Vidui at all these times. I think I counted, it's really, if you count the Chazar Sashats is where you do it, it's I think a total of nine times that you do the whole Vidui. So so uh, the point is you're supposed to repeat again. The Hechan Amru, where do you say it? Where do you say the Vidui? Where, what part of the Shmon Esrei? So Yachid Omer Achtevulasi, you say it at the end after you finish Monesrei, right? By Elkai, after there, there you say it. Shliyatzibar Omer Beemtzi, he says in the middle. My Omer, how do you begin? I'm saying, you notice, like he says, what do you say? What is, what is the vidui? So this is really, we'll see different opinions of it. It's really, how do you begin? Which can begin? The vidui is pretty much the same, but how do you begin? So Rav says, Omer Rav Atiyah De Rozeel. You start with those words, right? You know the secrets of the world. Shmuel Omer Mima Kehalei, right? That's also it. Feel that the uh, we have even today that Mima Makim. On Yom Kippur we say that, but uh, Shmuel says you said it then as part of the video. You start with that. That our our sins are are too many to count, and our and our sins are are um, are too many to, to be to be told about. In other words, these are all the shonas that we use in the vidui. But the machlokes here, according to the Spasamis, is how do you start out? Right, you say this also. My God, before I was created, I wasn't worthy. Now that I am created, it's as if I wasn't created. I'm worthless. I'm simply like dust, like like dirt. Certainly, when I die, I'm like a vessel full of shame, full of shame, and and uh, right. Um, May be your will, Shalom Echta. I shouldn't sin the Mashkatasi. And what I have sinned, Machok or Marok, Barachamecha, wipe it away in your in your mercy. Avaloye Yisurim, but not through through suffering. That's the that's pretty much what we have the, the lashon that we use today, together with the other lashonos. Also, we also say Atayyadei Raziolim, etc. The lashon we have today, different kirsas, pretty much what we say. Behind the vidui, the Rava Kulashasa. Rava uses this vidui all year round. Ravamuna, the younger one or the short one, the Yom Kippur. He uses that whole thing on Yom Kippur. These that you have to say is only if you didn't use the words But if you use those words, we have sinned. You don't need to say these halachas. That was the name of a of a Talmud. There, in front of Shmuel. Rabbi Yosef, he was sitting between Mata Shlichet and Sibura when the Shlich Tzibur came to the words for Omar Avala Nachnu Chatanu, come make him. Shmuel got up. Omar, you see from the fact that he stood up there, Shmam, you know, Ike Vidui, Hayu. The main Vidui is to say Aval Anachnu Chatanu, or as we say to Aval Anachnu Vavaseinu Chatanu, the, the Girsas are different, or slightly different, depending on also if you're doing this or Sfar, Ashkenaz, or there's various, various Shonas, but that's pretty much what we do. The Vidui, we say the whole Vidui, Ashamnim, Begadnu, etc. But the, they, they at least they include these different phrases that these rabbis listed here. Tanan also. We learn like this. Bishlosha prakam bishana koinim nosinus kapan. Probably this is the Gemara and Tainus. What's the uh, source there? Yeah, it's Gemara and Tainus, yeah. Tanan also. Bishlosha Three times a year. Koinim nosinus kapan. The koinim duchen. Arba pamiyom. Up to four times a day. I'm using Lashem up because it's not always four times. It's up to four times a day. 
Bishachas b'musav mincha v'neilas sh'arim. Four times today, Shachas b'musav mincha and neilas sh'arim. In other words, we'll see the Eluhe and Shalosh Brachim. What are those three times of the year? The Tanios Antinus, when they fasted for rain, when there was when there was a drought, <coughs> fasted for rain. So the Rashi brings down the Gemara asks over there, but there's no Musaf that day, right? It doesn't, so it doesn't mean there's always there's always four. It means up to four. In case where there's Musaf, you do have a Musaf also. Umamados. That's Rashi brings down. Rashi brings this down. Take a look at Rashi. Umamados uh, Arba Yamim. Um, Rashi a little bit above, about a third of the way down. Four days each week. They get together, they pass. So there's no musaf on those days. Those are weekdays. The Kornim always do duchim whenever they say Shmonesra. Even a mincha, why? Because why don't we do normally? Why don't the why don't uh, we do? Why don't they do on a mincha tam fish? Because uh, because they're eating and we don't want them to be drunk when they do him. So, but when they're fasting, there's no issue of being drunk. And they're all fast days. Uh, so no, there's nobody who's drunk. They're not drunk. The other days of the year, you don't you never do him at mincha. And some of these days. Have four times a day. What are they? So we say Tanis Mus and Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur, there is Musaf. On the Tanis Mus, there's no Musaf. But on Yom Kippur, there is Musaf. So you can do it up to four times a day. My Nila Sharm. What do you mean by Nila Sharm? He said Nila. That's Nila. What we call Nila is Nila Sharm. Rashi says also there's some, there's a Machlokas whether the Nila Sharm means the Nila Shari Shamayim or the Nila Sharm of the Azora. It means at the end of the day. What is that? Rabba Mertzlusi Yisera. Rav says that it's an extra Shmonesrei, like we have. What is Ne'ila? Ne'ila is another Shmonesrei, right? We say Ashrei or whatever, but main main part of Ne'ila is a Shmonesrei. Shmuel says no. Ma'anu mechayin, it's not a Shmonesrei at all. It's just like at the end of the day, we say Ma'anu mechayin, umatzit kosein. We use that phrase. Not a, it's not a Shmonesrei. Meisvei. It's a Kashan Shmuel. We're going to ask Kashan Shmuel. Shmuel says that Ne'ila does not constitute a Shmonesrei. There's no Shmonesrei there. Or Yom Kippur, the eve of Yom Kippur, on Kol night, Mispal Sheva. You say seven, the, the Shmonesri is comprised of seven brachas as opposed to the weekdays where it's 18 or 19. Mispal Sheva, Umisvada, and you do Vidu. Shachras, Mispal Sheva, Mispada. Musa, Mispal Sheva, so all these tefillahs on Yom Kippur, it's like every other Yontif or Shabbos where, you, where the tefillahs constitute with seven brachas, the first three and the last three and, the, and one in the middle, talking about the Yontif. Umisvada, Umincha, Mispal Sheva, Mispada, Benila, Mispal Sheva, Mispada. See, here you see. Clearly, that what that there's the that nila means shmonesrei of seven, and you do vidui. And now there's little different gears over here. If you look on the side, he says the the tanya, tanya. This is the I'm reading here the um, the Maram Rensberg is it puts in that word. And as every t- takes out Bach uh, also takes out tanoi the tanya, and the Maram Rensberg puts in tanya. We learned another brayer. Yom Kippur mechashecha when it gets dark in the evening. Misbal sheva misvada. Right, that's Ne'ilu, Bechos and Bevidui. You end off with Vidui, meaning not the regular Mekadesh Yisrael Vavman, but rather, Rashi says, Bechos and Vidui, Enochos and Mekadesh Yisrael, Ela Hakela Solchon. That's how you end off in Ne'ilu, the one who forgives us. If you want to, you can end up Kela Solech, but if not, you do the regular Shmanesre. But the point is, everybody agrees. The machlokes are made in the second price is how you end off. If you have to end off with uh, vidui, or you could just end off with the regular uh, way we end off at tefillah on yantif. 
But everybody agrees that there's a Shmanesra there. Tufta to Shmuel, Tufta, it's a Kasha on Shmuel. Shmuel said that Neila does not constitute, uh, there is no Shmanesra meal. All you do is you say, Mo'anu Mechayenu. And that's, and clearly these uh, other Bryces indicate that Neila is like we have, it's a full Shmanesra. Ula, Barav, Nachas Kameh Rava. He was, went to, uh, in, in the Ila, he was like the Baltfila there. Pasach v'atavachatanu. He started with atavachatanu. V'sayim b'me'anu mechayenu. V'shavche. And he was praised. Right? And as he, he ended off that way, uh, uh, that, um, uh, right? Right? And, and he, he, he ended off with me'anu mechayenu, but it's mashma that he did have a shmonesre there because atavachatanu. He ended off with the words manu mechayenu. Not that it was simply without a shmonesre. Uh, Rav Huna Breit Rav Nosan, some say the Girsa that is Rav Nosan, Abba to Rav Huna Bar Rav Nosan, Omar, V'yachar Omar Achat Filoso, an individual, when does he say, when does he say the Vidui? Uh, after his Tfila, right? When does he say the After the Tfila, meaning that uh, the, um, he ended off with Manu Mechayenu, meaning that he does it in the middle of the, in the middle Tfila of the seven Shmonesra, of the seven Tfilas of Shmonesra, that's how we did it as a Shliach Tzibur. But a Yochad again says it after the Tefillah like he does, the Vidui on all the other uh, Shmanesres. Amarav, Tefillah's Ne'ilah, Tefillah's Nepoteras Shalavras. Listen to this, when do we do Ne'ilah? We do it in Ne'ilah Sha'arim. Ne'ilah Sha'arim of the Azar, but it's also, we assume that it's Ne'ilah Sha'arim of the Shemayim. As the gates of heaven close, and we're just able to get our last Tefillah's in there to make sure that we're forgiven, that's when that's when you had a machlokes about that too. When is Yom Kippur Machaper? What part of the day we had that elsewhere also? But it's pretty much assumed that it's it's not just even if it is during parts of the day. Certainly the end of Yom Kippur is Machaper. So Tfilos Nima Poteras Eshalav says, you know what? Since you do it in the evening, you don't have to have Marav afterwards. You already it potters the it potters Marav. Rabel Tamei Domitzlusi Yaseri. According to Rab, it says what that Nila is a Shmanesrei. So if you said Shmon Esrei, Nila, that's effectively good for Marav. The Kivan Tzali, Leisu Lotzarach, once you did Shmon Esrei. Shmuel says that it's not a Shmon Esrei, so obviously that couldn't potter it up. But Rav says it's a Shmon Esrei, so since it's Shmon Esrei, you don't have Marav. Says Gemara, Umiyam Rav Hochi, could Rav really say that? That Tvila uh, Nila potters up Marav? Vom Rav, we learned, Rav learned in Brochus, Halach Kitavi Omit Tvila's Avis Rishus. It's not even an obligation. Marav is a Rishus. You don't have to, you have to say Kriyashma, you have to say that's a that's a Doraisa. But Marav the Shmon Esrei is uh, is Rishus. It's um, it's an elective. You don't have to. So if you don't have to, how can you use a lush and say Tfilas Marav potters up that you know potters up uh, Marav that you know that that um, uh, removes the responsibility you know that absolves you of the responsibility for davening Marav. There is no responsibility for Marav. He holds halachas that's a Rishus. The answer is Ladivi Omer Chovakamer. He's saying it according to the one who says that it is a chob, that it's an obligation, but if you did ne'ilah, you don't really have to do marv afterwards. All right, we'll stop here, we'll pick it up, uh, this up tomorrow when we continue this discussion. If you did ne'ilah, now we know Lamaisa, we do, we do marv, we do say marv, right? We say marv after ne'ilah. But Rob said, <laughs> right, right, why do, you have, why do you have to say it? Why do you have to say it? Because everybody's, everybody's rushing to go out, right? So you, you, where you said it, so, but in any case, in any case, we do it. So the Gemara will discuss that. What, what is that really? Rob says you don't have to. We're going to see about that tomorrow, whether you have to say save Marv after. Okay. Okay. Have a good day.